Hey everybody, welcome to Project Prima podcast. I'm sorry for the delay, but today we have an exciting guest, Chagita Jornana, principal dancer with National Ballet of Canada and English National Ballet. I hope you enjoy and check out her socials. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Do you hear me well? Good. Yes, I can hear you. Hopefully this works. <laughs> Let's see. How are you doing? I'm good. I, I just um, finished. A, I was doing a bar with my teacher in Moscow, and I've been teaching all morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. Saturday so that's in between your teachings. Yeah, I try to. I I try to keep it for myself and do a little bit. But like for example, yesterday I only taught because sometimes it's impossible to make time for both things. Mm, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you're busy. Yeah, I'm I guess that's what matters. <laughs> trying to stay busy. How are you? Um, well, I'm trying to keep busy. Um, I I usually teach and do my own bar, so that saves yeah. me time. I guess a yeah. little bit different from you. While I give bar, I do a bar in the middle on on my own, or when it's a company provided classes, then. You know, I I don't have to teach them, so yeah. I just do a company class, and I'm done. But uh, gym or Pilates or warm up or something before, you know, it, it, it always takes two hours. So here you go, <laughs> four hours of, of the day usually is gone right away, just for ballet, just to keep yeah. in shape, right? It's crazy. Like we were having some meeting with um, the Boston Ballet and they're saying like, oh, don't do more than, you know, one hour, two hours a day. And I'm like, okay. And so what form will we come in? Like you can't use us if we're like that every day. Yeah, uh, exactly. And when they suggest or, or anybody, oh, it's great or or do something or watch Netflix I'm like I haven't watched a single movie on Netflix yet and that's six weeks of, of uh, lockdown for now but it takes time even for point work like to warm up to do the feet exercise the abs the back do a bar do a point bar do this do that and that's lunch and then I'm busy with, with my son so then and then it's a nine o'clock in the evening and I'm like okay what have I done today? Oh, I kept in shape. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's how, exactly how I feel. I got, yeah. in like, I got in a little fight the other day because like my friend who I'm staying with is like, why, why are you always like, you don't take any weekends, you don't do this. And it's like, because you can't, this is my lifestyle. Like you can't just, you know, two days do a class and then three days do nothing. And then two days do a class and it, it doesn't work. It doesn't but don't you take weekends off? I take Sunday off. Sunday off. All right. Yeah. I... I was trying to take Saturday, but too many people want to take the class on Saturday. And hmm. then I teach for my old school. So then it was like kind of weird because in the morning I was resting and then in the middle day, like teaching. And then it, it's just better to go straight through. It's weird to have like. I see. Home. I see. Now I'm trying weekend off. I mean. I've never had a weekend off, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm trying to kind of embrace and enjoy. But having that, I still, uh, I taught today one hour class for, um, yeah. you know, but that's, I, I haven't done it my, myself. So that was really, really a, a purely teaching. And yeah. uh, Did you do the Zoom class? Like, what um, you- Yes, it's via Zoom. It's for National Ballet of Canada in studio. So, yeah. so I've done that today. I, I have so you got to go to the studio? 
No, it's called in studio. So it's part of uh, classes that uh, people from outside and ballet lovers are are able to join. But uh... usually they have the teachers from the National Ballet of Canada or principal dancers or so it's a, it's it's company based and company connected, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and they have like summer courses for kids, like National Ballet of Canada. So, so things like that, or summer That's intensives. Really good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think that it's like important that this happening. I started this week to teach my own mm-hmm. like group classes, like instead of Instagram Live, and that's really rewarding because you can actually like see the people, like give them common corrections and things like that. Because sometimes the Instagram live. Yes, like, I know. <laughs> that was a little bit like yesterday. I'm like, you know, guys, I'm not going to rush my class. I said, I'll come into the screen to check on you and see, <laughs> and see if you're doing okay. If you want to repeat something. Yes, I agree. But have you yeah. taken this um, world ballet class? They're fabulous. World ballet class. Which one? The world ballet. I didn't I find it's really nice. They have a life. Um, David Morse, uh, an amazing pianist. He was accompanying my class, and you get to oh see the the dancers as well. And most of them are our, I call it global colleagues, <laughs> right? The principal dancers from. Um, it's Zoom. Is yes, it's, it's Zoom? a Zoom link, and 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 they have increased the amount of classes over the past few weeks. They started with a small amount and now it's a beginner's class and twice a day a professional advance. And you really, I felt like, like I'm teaching a, a, a class to basically a, a bunch of professionals. Right? I want to take like it. Like my fellow dancers oh my from uh, San Francisco Valley, from Houston, from literally from everywhere. And uh, it's nice because you know them. So it's a different way of teaching. I don't know. You laugh, you you make a few jokes. <laughs> I don't know. I just love oh the atmosphere. I will, link, I will do that, I promise. I would love that. Because I think, like, that's one of the things that I've been so, like, missing. Mm-hmm. Is I feel very lonely, like, very isolated. Mm-hmm. Because I miss that, like, camaraderie in the studio. And some yes. days it's so boring. Like, where I'm staying, mm-hmm. everybody's going to ride horses mm-hmm. or do something fun. And then I'm here in the studio by myself. And... Like, I didn't get to have, like, the breakfast with everybody, you know, just because it's, like, yeah. you know, it's your lifestyle, it's your commitment. And you have to do what you have so. to do. And also in America, yeah, they they cut all the salaries for a lot of dancers, so you have to try anything you can to make money. So, like, yes, I'd love to have a breakfast with my friends, but then who's no, going to pay the I understand. That must be here. so difficult. I mean, I think the whole arts uh globally the whole art arts community including theaters dancers uh, actors uh, all of this is is going to uh affect us a lot and and people will have to re-audition what do you think the game and and it's crazy i it doesn't even fit in my head of how difficult it will be for theaters to re-emerge and put the shows together again have their dancers back in shape have you know audiences back watching it's 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 going to be crazy i think something out of a, this really difficult situation something has to re-emerge like i'm really positive towards yeah. that and hopeful maybe like something good has to come out of all of this otherwise um... i think that's such a beautiful outlook because quite frankly i was talking with a friend of mine mm-hmm. who's a year younger than me 
And I think for, for our generation, the people who are like mid twenties, it's a really hard period because it's yeah, the time where course. you should do more, you know, like you, you have to start to grow as an artist. This is like where you get the more challenges and to feel just so completely stopped for me. is like a tragedy. I'm, I feel like I'm watching my career just go down the toilet and can't retrieve it, you know, kind of a thing. Well, you like, know, it's really if sad. I may suggest, uh, it's not going down the drain because I think, uh, during this time in particular uh, a lot of dancers are relearning about themselves about their bodies of how how to work how to train mm. how to do it. it's it's really self i mean we've always been very self-motivating i think as dancers like sometimes there is nobody else that's yeah. going to motivate us at all except us and our love for what we do and our love to um for our job and uh, and the roles and this and that like I can go on forever, but I think this particular time is learning why do I do this? Like, do I really want this? And if I do, then this is it. Like, th this is the biggest motivation. And and talking about going down the drain, I think we, you and me and everybody else will really learn a great deal about ourselves and how we work. And uh, it's a time to reflect. Yeah. But at the same time, who have been injured for a few years right they they're off completely and yeah. they come back and we're not injured we we're still training we're still evolving yeah. we're still learning yeah. new things so it's not down the drain and and you're not alone you know, if ever if all the world goes forward yeah. and you're staying backwards that's one thing then yes i lost a year right that's how i felt last yeah. year that i lost a year yeah. with uh, you know <laughs> that's what i call yeah. i lost a year but uh Actually, this COVID lockdown situation, as funny as it sounds, I'm not feeling that way. And, and it's very weird feeling. I've been off already a year and that felt like I've been off. And now I'm off. It's been six yeah. weeks today. And, and I don't feel like I'm in that way. I'm losing time because all the world is stopped. All the world has stopped. And, you know, so I don't yeah. know if you think wow. that way. I think that's, I think that's a really healthy perspective. I, my friend who I was speaking with, uh, he was saying the same thing. Yeah. Like we're all in the same boat, you know, like we're in a boat and we don't have any paddles. Like nobody can go forward or backwards because everything is closed. You know, like not one theater exactly. in the world is doing one performance, which is crazy. You know, I don't think anything like this ever happened no, ever before. I was thinking, uh, I was trying to, you know, read some articles uh, and reflect even in a war when it was a war situation it's somehow people still went to work right <laughs> kids went to school and people yeah. went to work yeah. yes it was you know uh, um, a matter of, i cannot compare but you know but just to uh, at least a little bit to compare like still the world kept on going somewhere but people's lives were in danger obviously right but here you know yeah. schools everything hospitals i mean the hospitals are the only ones that are working probably full time um but anyway so i'm just trying to not fall into the deep deep hole into uh <laughs> depression and pessimism and thinking that i'm losing my a second year of career so <laughs> yeah that's how i was like two weeks ago really depressed and uh, it culminated on the Sunday night. 
I had to record some um, mm-hmm. advertisement for my classes. And you know when you feel like so insecure, you're like, I don't want one person to take one picture of me. Like, I don't want to like take mm-hmm. off my leotard, you know, my shirt. I don't want to look that like just feeling so insecure that when I just went to record like very simple, please join my classes. I started to cry afterwards and my friend's like, why, why are you so upset? And it's like, I don't think you understand, but I, I, I had a birthday and I thought I'm old and I'm fat and nobody needs me. <laughs> but then, then that this week I really tried my best to do my cardio and my dancing and already yeah. it's Saturday and I feel so much better, but it's just simple. Like if somebody were to ask me like, Oh, how are it's you? Not and I say, I'm fine. It's not the truth. It's, it's a day to day, you know, our you know, um... battle. Our uh, uh, what the company meeting and and there was one amazing phrase that was said. Uh, However you feel today, allow yourself to feel that way. It's okay. Like it's okay to be angry. It's okay yeah. to be depressed. Don't fight it. Don't try to uh, you, you know go against it because that's okay. We all feel that way. Like there were mornings I didn't even want to get out of bed, but then you do and you start doing something and then, you know, you just allow yourself to, to be the way it is. Right. Yeah. Like it's not that, Oh, fine. I'm good. Let's work. And I feel, you know, always call it, it's, it's, it's a fake, um, to me, right? Like it, if you're optimistic, it has to yeah. be real yeah. as well. You know, I'm hopeful or, or optimistic. But if, yeah. if you're fake, then it's just more depressing. You're like, <laughs> you stop talking to people after having a smile on, and then you just get even more depressed. It's so true. And I think it's that's like a very good point that you have because some people, I think, feel the pressure mm. to be a certain way in public. And I think now more than ever, it's really important to go inside yourself and find what is real and what is fake. Like what kind of a mask could you put on for yourself and for other people? Because I don't think that it's a way to go forward, mm. especially because of this crisis as this genuine. You should be true to yeah, who you are. Yeah, that's very nice. How you are. It's true. But... Um... I, I can just speak personally from my own right uh, that that I have in life and 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 my goals and on stage as I always put um, the most important thing for myself and to others around me in my family be true be truthful to yourself to me to your kid or always say truth no matter what it is if you're angry say. I'll give you space, you know, but don't, don't pretend. Do not. It's, that's not gonna make me feel better in in any way. So that's been just, uh, you know, one of the most, uh, uh, as, especially on stage, one of the most uh, uh, important rules in in my being, you know. And if people don't wanna hear that you're in, not in the mood, it's you know, it's 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 up to them. They don't have to speak to me at that point, <laughs> you know, but if people ask, oh, how are you? And you're like, oh, I'm not well. And they're like, okay. And they leave, you know, <laughs> so why do you ask? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, <laughs> I think especially in the US, I noticed the difference because in Russia, people will say what they feel, I wonder, I feel like, yeah. you know, I feel like if you, you don't ask somebody, 
how they are if you don't want to hear the answer that's like not a greeting it's not a a, a way to say hello like how are you you okay. only ask somebody how you are if if you really want to hear how they are and here in the states oh how are you i'm fine and you good like it's not even like people say it so nonchalantly like in passing that it it was very like i was all the time cringing every time i heard somebody say like but do you I'm think fine. that's really a difference in actual upbringing now that you mentioned it it flared up all the memories that i thought at the beginning of uh, like when i ju- just just joined the company and people thought that you know let's say russians they're, oh they're so rude and cold rude or cold at all but we are not gonna i call it uh, talking no. about nothing i don't know i think that's the upbringing I'm not going to ask how is the yeah. weather if I don't care. How is it? You know what I mean? So people sometimes, and sometimes people in theaters, in, in those um, post-Soviet Union, you know, theaters and, and uh, cultural institutions, sometimes they don't talk, but that does not mean they're cold or rude or, or, or angry. They just, if they don't yeah. feel like it. There is a certain barrier in the upbringing. Ab- I grew up thinking that's normal and I opened up a lot by living in you know in the west to uh, to understand and see yeah. why people think that uh, in 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 eastern cart- in eastern countries were cold or more rude or abrupt or 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 too direct let's put it that way but yeah it's interesting that you brought that up yeah. actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, I really uh, think that there's some qualities to, you know, to both sides, because, of course, you, you know, I, I enjoy it sometimes in the ballet class when you're like making a light fun and people are talking. It makes it like less serious, especially if that day that you're really struggling, you need some something to laugh about instead of just your, you know, your thoughts. But on the other hand, there's there's this almost like oh respect like she's in her space she's warming up for the the performance i'm not gonna go mm. and ask her like how she yeah, is you true. know kind of a- i said that you know probably we should never uh mix up the difference of you know uh just uh, air talking as i say uh, j- just to make a, <laughs> a conversation for the sake of making conversation and actually to <laughs> to lighten up the day and and the mood of someone when you feel they're down that's a two different things that should never be mixed up you know there is always appropriate to make a joke and 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 a laugh and ask truly or can i you know try to put put you in a better mood maybe or so you know so that's that's just (laughs) yeah i think in general as a human there are so many emotions that i think after this will be more uh, more compassionate probably to each other and and uh, and more understanding to each other's uh, moods and and emotions in general as a human beings i think i i think that we definitely if anything in our in our companies yeah. need more of this because then our art can be more true if you're just worried about the the, the technical quality of things i think it becomes a bit mechanical and maybe that's where we were before this crisis I think people have to focus on a little bit something different. Yeah. After but do you crisis. think, I don't know, I guess I was really fortunate, uh, very fortunate to work for directors and teachers that always believed in, in what you just said. You know, it's not, it's not circus and it's not the gymnastics and it's, it, it's 
I didn't know another way of dancing ever or being in the theater. So I, it's difficult for me to relate to working with someone who just asks to be, you know, like robotic and steps. Because every artistic director ever I worked for has always asked for individuality, artistry, bring your own thing, you know. Um, I don't know. It's, it's very difficult. I hear that, uh, and I hear that really often, and it's been said in articles over and over and over again. But then, yeah, I'm having a hard time understanding how how teacher or coach or artistic director yeah. would ask that from a dancer, you know, to just n- not put any artistry or well, or individuality in it in anything that they do. I think this experience for me coming to the States from Russia and coming to a different position really changed mm-hmm. my opinion because before I would have agreed with you. But then I came to a different place. I came to, I think it's a really hard one if you're in the corps de ballet to, I think that there's a lot of artistic directors to say yeah. that, but don't mean it. That's, that's me really not protect, protecting mm. or being nice. That's me being very unfiltered. That's not very fair, but it's it's in my experience what I've what I've felt, especially towards myself, because I come from the Russian background, and I notice, especially here in in the U.S., they really have a certain way when it comes right. to balancing ballets or fourth type right. ballets that they want uh, to be done. And that's I I struggle with that so much because I I feel like if you're a dancer, you should be an individual. You can't just be the same as somebody was 20 years ago. No, and that does not mean to be not together as a corps de ballet, but um, yeah, it's it's, it must be really painful to to live through that and uh, I really really have not experienced that myself and and obviously if you haven't experienced a certain feeling you know, uh, it's it's difficult to relate. I understand uh, as uh, as you're not the first one that I hear it from, but uh, you know that's my mission for the future. Whenever uh, you know I will yeah. be one day uh, directing or or mentoring, you know it it will be yeah. it will be a number one. A you know because that's what. Uh, <laughs> my artistic directors were fostering in me you know a personal growth a personal growth a surge that's how you become a a more intelligent artist that's how you become a more intelligent ballet you know ballerina by by personal individual growth not by doing what you're told to do no yeah i agree with you so much i'm when you're talking about it, I'm I'm even like missing the feeling in the studio of like searching for the way to do something individually and like oh you exactly. found it one day and then the next day it's different and or with the partner uh, for me uh-huh. I found that much easier in duet to like really when you're working with a partner to do something mm-hmm. even different every day kind of a thing like I oh, I, I miss I miss too. it so much but also and <laughs> uh, and. Thing on yeah. on understanding this uh, personal growth 
process during the rehearsals, right? It's when you come back, as you say, another day and you have completely different idea because you went back home and you thought on a tram, on the subway, in the car, over and over the same detail. And you're like, oh, why didn't I think about that? And you come back and you question it, your coach and the true coach, the true, the true coach who cares about you and not themselves will say, oh, what a great idea. Or, you know what? Um, I understand where you're coming from, but the other idea works better for this and this moment. Or and, and not yeah. and and that I have experience, you know, uh, that I did have an experience with. Uh, uh, I cannot say very often, but a few times where my questioning and my disagreement and my conversation flared up uh, a unintentionally unintentional conflict right and you're like but why i'm just i'm just questioning because yeah. i do not believe in something that you've told me so if a coach yeah. tells you and you question if they can prove it and 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 explain why and and you know and convince you in what they say then i might take it but if they don't convince and it's just because somebody else did it as you said 20 years ago or they did it themselves then it's not the way to to even, you know, work yeah. with the artist in front of you, you know. But so that's been really painful. Those moments, uh, I, yeah, those I, moments were uh, questionable and saying, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah go take for a little it. bit of a di different direction. I'm in agreement with what you're saying. What, is there anything that you've gotten to do that you've enjoyed being home? That's maybe a plus um, because a of this, plus this is, crisis. A huge plus is with my family 24-7. <laughs> you know, I've been traveling a lot always. <laughs> and uh, most of the times I'm able to take Damien with me. And uh, lately when I was working in, in London with English National Ballet, Damien was with me for half a year going to school there. So I still got to my husband so often. So he would come only once a month for let's say a week or 10 days right and then uh, and then what i would yeah. come to canada for a second half a year then i would travel and guest from here so i you know i would come in and i would always try to make up for time over the you know one sunday off and i would try mm -hmm. to squeeze in everything the activities they're going mm -hmm. out they're doing this they're doing that and i i would feel like if i don't do things then i don't make up for time lost and where I'm going with this now, I'm learning mm. that it's not necessary to go out because we cannot, right? <laughs> Except the backyard. It's not necessary to go yeah. out and do things and doing tons of activities and going to the theater and rush because this time at home to just sit and, you know, on a sofa and maybe hug and, uh, and literally sometimes for 10 minutes do nothing, just hug and sit and dream about something that's really, really valuable and, uh, and brings mm -hmm. us very close. So I'm learning that too, you know, to maybe in the future, even on a days off, to not rush things and not try to make up for things because I don't think mm -hmm. anything can be actually made up for a time lost. But as our, as our profession yeah. is to, you know, at least when you guess to travel a lot and, and leave and, and come back. I'm just learning to take a, a different look in, on that. And, uh, and it's been amazing to just really see my son 
everyday change, every, every day, every day surprise me and question, you know, and, and I can see his uh, uh, intelligence also changing, you know, weekly from week one of isolation to week six. We're talking already about mm-hmm. different things, you know, and, 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 uh, and reading different books uh, and more grown up books. And, oh, it's great. So that part is, uh, it's really, and, uh, that's and another incredible. thing that I, 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 very difficult, uh, a different topic from, you know, being with the family. One thing that I've learned is to be in peace with uh, uh, my relationship with uh, myself and with food, right? That has changed a lot because I cannot es- escape mm-hmm. and run away from, you know, uh, or either o- overworking mm-hmm. or skipping meals or, 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 or skipping meals intentionally, yeah. right? So I became at, at you know, yeah. to to satisfy myself with what I see at home, and and you know, try to eat when I'm really hungry, and try to not snack when I'm not, not to do like you know, twenty snacks a day or every an hour or so. So just I'm just learning a new relationship with the food, yeah. which I didn't have since you know since school uh, I, w- I was quite traumatized by that <laughs> um so yeah so that's more you know another topic on on a personal really growth not artistic not you know not oh i'm in stage and work but l- literally naturally as i do be still believe uh, naturally as many many dancers still have and those who have been you know uh, dealing with uh, eating disorders and stuff, I'm sure for those dancers, it's really difficult, particularly difficult time to sit at home for so many weeks and and face that. And and so that's why again, through all of this, something positive has to come out. And that's why I'm hopeful. I think if, if every person who has been dealing with something, if they work on it, I think something good has to come out of it, and and they will reemerge as a literally a, a new a new human beings you know healthier emotionally and and physically and uh, so so those two things that would be probably the most important what i have learned from being home <laughs> i think what you just said there <laughs> it made me like almost want to cry because i think that's like a very beautiful and vulnerable thing to share because a lot of dancers don't talk about this it's like seen as taboo everybody has to pretend that they're healthy and everybody has a perfect relationship with food when a lot of the times it's not true and in you know in a way I think it's a very bold statement but that many of us are struggling with you know being home and and these thoughts of am I you know am I enough am I you know am I getting out of shape uh, what if I eat this? What if I don't? Kind of a thing, and it's so good what you say that you have yeah, the time and to now be nice, to be I don't nice mean, okay, to yourself. I'll just, you know, I'm off. I'll just, and I would have done. I, I did do that before. You know, oh, I'm off. It's two weeks off. I'll just indulge and enjoy myself because I, I know that in two weeks I'll be on on a, on a diet again, right? So I'm um, and now. I'm yeah. trying to think back, you know, even, well, I've learned that through the injury as well. So I cannot say it's just this particular time, six weeks. It's, it's in general while being off what I've learned. And, uh, and it's such a nice feeling that uh, um, 
none of the uh, uh, you know nutritionists or or or, or specialists did ever were a wherever how do I put it were ever able to explain to me that right it's just rules and uh, and you know yeah. and, uh, and meal plans and this and that but I never felt I never felt good doing it it's crazy and now I am and now I am yeah I, I feel, like everything I feel amazing yeah dinner together with the family and cooking something and, and I baked cookies the other day yesterday actually uh and uh and I, you know, and I don't feel like I stuff myself or I deprive myself or I overeat or I question whether I'm going to gain weight out of this one cookie or yeah. not. And as you say, a lot of people in our industry, dancers, mostly women, of course, um, you know, are it's a lot of pretending to be OK, but it's not. But we're, I think in general, industry is, is very pressured to appear that way that we're all healthy athletes and yeah. all nutrition is the key and, and 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 so many dancers that i know personally have been giving interviews about what they eat throughout the day and they're my friends i know it's not true <laughs> you know what i mean so do you think it's the pressure yeah. that the, the yeah. industry gets for us to appear that way but the companies are not yet i think efficiently at I think companies are trying to introduce, you know, nutrition and and um, and uh, and uh, you know the all, all this training and weight training and you know the weight training. It's it's all there, kind of being introduced to us, but I don't see a huge, huge difference happening in in terms of dancers. I don't know. I might be wrong, but that's just uh, in in what way? Because I I'm I'm following you in a sense of I I really think that you're hitting something golden. It's almost like everybody's pretending there's an elephant in the room or the emperor has clothes on. Like, oh, we're doing this. Yes, we're doing that, that's still exactly I'm going to cast where I'm the going person to. that looks this way. Uh, <laughs> because we yeah, read any articles on health on magazines on you know. It, in the dancers' magazines, and it's all about it's it's a lot of nutrition and being healthy and don't deprive yourself. But then, yeah, and then what you just mentioned happens. You're like you're unintentionally told without words that mm, you were thinner before, <laughs> you know. And uh, and I'm not talking just to yeah. me. I'm yeah. I'm I think I'm advocating here. Yeah, I'm advocating in on behalf of world. many, 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 many dancers that know throughout the the world. And and as you and me know, dancers tend to just you know drop a text message to each other and say, "Oh, how do you do this? You know, I have no one to talk to." And you are like, and that's where it yeah. hit me the first time when I hit the crisis, and I thought, "Oh, I have no one to talk to actually." But there are people like by the company you referred, but you don't want to go to them. I don't know. It's uh, because they'll it's, tell, yeah, and they will get you in trouble. Either able for to it. help, or it's not trust that you won't be understood from a person that has never been a dancer. So I question that too. And um, and yeah. uh, one of my friends is studying now to be, uh, you know, a sports nutritionist. And uh, and you know what? This is the person I would go to in the future because 
I think she has she has been through all of that. She has been a dancer and she has been solid. Yeah. And you know, it's like I would trust because she will understand what I'm talking about. That and, and not on perspective, just being a normal human being and being healthy. Like we're not normal human beings. Let's face that. Hello. Like we're top athletes no. who are lifting yeah. weights as any other sports athlete in the world. We're doing a cross training and lifting and pilates and training and, and rehearsing dancing in point. But we have to wear a tutu, let's face that. So you cannot say, Oh, we're athletes, yeah. you know, the you know and, and uh... we're it's still the profession is still in aesthetics. No matter what you say, no matter what Yeah. 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 It's and that's and I think that's so brave and correct of you to, to say because I've heard from both sides, especially when I moved to America, oh we care about you, we care about your health, we care about this and we want you to be this, they want and they look at yeah. you from the health perspective yeah. as just a normal person instead of an athlete. So then they put some parameters around you that aren't realistic and then you get penalized yeah. for it when you go back to the ballet because they don't want that shape. They don't want what they want what you looked like before. They want like almost prepubescent. Yeah. And I do believe that it's changing and I, I, I hear uh, and, and, and my artistic directors have been talking about it as well. You know, oh, make sure you're healthy and, you know, if you need any help, you know, we'll guide you to someone but it's I don't know I think it's that barrier of trust that they will make you look as a normal human being slash athlete than athlete slash ballerina yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah I don't know I like for me I have to say like I really have enjoyed being here in hmm. quarantine because I get to cook all of my own meals and I go to the store once a week. And for me, it's I, I feel safe because I know what I can cook. Like sometimes when I'm in the city, there's mm-hmm. like so many options. There's the eating out. There's this. There's It's like too much. And now that it's very simple, it's easier for me to make peace with it because I know how I made it. I know that it's healthy. I know I'm not getting too little or too much kind of a thing. No, it's amazing. And I'm it's, so happy to it hear. It seems more balanced. I'm so happy way. to hear. <laughs> but I, yeah, I really hope yeah. that yeah. you will, you know, you will... Uh, not be so down as at the beginning of our conversation you know because if any dancer <laughs> be listening for us one day you know out there if you're still training and you're trying to do your best all you can do is your best and as tacky as it sounds and another i have heard that a yeah. million times and uh, and sometimes I, I would yell back in tears, but I am doing the best and it's not enough. I'm still ugly. I'm still not looking the way I want to look. <laughs> right? And uh, But at this point, there is none of that. Yeah. You are doing your best. You're training, you're teaching, you're doing exercises, you're doing bar, yeah. you're working in the muscle groups that, you know, the correct way. So not bulking up, you know, and elongating and... Because just to do a correct bar, it's a yeah. lot. It adds a lot to aesthetic shape, right? Like just by doing yeah. bar, let's go there as well yeah. as a conversation. If you do bar incorrectly, you know, and, and not turning out correctly, and not using your joints correctly, the muscle, and you force your muscle to look the weights that you hate it to look, right? That's another thing. And when you 
place the joints the way they are naturally and you mold the muscles little by little, little by little in the shape that you want them to be, your leg starts to change. And, you know, it takes years to learn that. And, and, um, and sometimes it's not only about, oh, I'm going to go for, you know, a cross training and this and that. I'm going to sweat and burn calories. And you still might not look the, the way you want it to look, right? Am I... Am I hitting the point there? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think that's a really good point because a lot of dancers ask me like, "Oh, how can I make my thighs slimmer, or how can I do this, this, this?" And it, then if you look at the way they yes. stand at the bar or yes. in first position, you I see agree. the problem. You can see the problem from the first position, not even plie, not yeah. even. Tender. I think you, you told me that what's going on in the body. I just remember you said. Uh, I can tell what kind of dancer you are from the plies and tendus, right? I so agree. Uh, and I yeah. can also say to the teachers, uh, I know what kind of class will be from the first plies and tendus. And I will know if I want to take that class or I want to run away from the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Because there's so many people who say that they're teachers, but they don't understand how the body works how to sculpt, how to build the class. It's, it's like some choreography. They just know and they give it to you kind of thing. They didn't think about like what you need, what is better for you today. Like how yeah. does the class build? But they don't think I, about I, it at all. They will be very criticized for that. You know, they're like, who are you to talk about class? But, but um, you know, I think exactly. that's what your yeah. podcast yeah. is always about. And, and I've listened... And I've listened quite, you know, to <laughs> all the material that's out there. And I always respect it for being honest and candid and, mm. and true. That's what I speak to at the beginning of conversation, truth. Mm. And, uh, and mm. as you say, you know, yeah. just, for, just to make a structure of class so it builds and not, not just to do mm -hmm. a variety of movements just to get going and get through okay it's you know let's go through it let's finish the bar basically but but to structure a class that your tandis are like jetes, yeah. jetes are like this and this and then in in, in the middle the periods are like tandis slash jetes like the whole vocabulary that you have built from first plie to the middle to the jumping and grana allegro then and then point work that sets your body if you need to dance fast, yeah. you can dance fast. If you need to jump, you can jump. If you have Gran Allegro repertoire, you do that. If you have Petit Allegro repertoire, you're able to do that. If you need to turn the whole variation, you can do that. Because if you target, if you structure the class to work all the chains of all the muscles, but maintain, you know, placement and, and uh, you know, and high legs and strength and, and holding and speed and footwork, there is no, I don't know, I feel like, I, I miss that a lot from uh, taking uh, general classes. And that's been bothering me. And I was blaming myself. Yes. I always say, well, maybe I'm weird. It's okay. Maybe I'm, I'm just weird and I work in a specific way. And, you know, and, uh, but then with a year, the older I get, the more I understand that I'm not the only one talking about it. And I'm not weird, to be honest. Every uh, talk yeah. or, 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 Every 
well, most of the, uh, well, how do you put it nicely so it sounds good? Wait, I, I need to dig to my English vocabulary. Okay. <laughs> I'll put it simply. So every intelligent dancer agrees with what we're talking. Let's put it that way. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Intelligent, that's the key word there. So yeah, you, you know, and I'm like, slap me, and you criticize can be a dancer me the brain. for that. There fine, but we, we will agree that, you know, you can see, and I'm not saying right. gifted, and I'm not selling, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying incredibly talented with all the possibilities. I'm talking intelligent. And mostly the people yeah. who struggle with something, and they make it look yeah. like they don't struggle with anything, and people think that they have to turn out and high legs and jump, chapeau to them because that's what i call intelligent dancer when people don't see your minuses when you dance not not in class yeah because i believe you don't fake in class you work on your problems and that's why i'm never ever yeah. afraid to look ugly in class unless there is audition obviously <laughs> then i fake it but uh, yeah <laughs> but no, but that's the problem with the audition, I think, especially when you talk about, like, if you're a top dancer going to audition for another company, exactly. like, they can't see you because they didn't see you on stage. The class is the is like the teeth cleaning. Are you going to take your dental, you know, your dental health to somebody yeah, to show yeah. as your resume? That, no, but that's, that's what the class a, is for me. A huge minus, I think, if dancer has videos of the stage, that's amazing. Then it's like, you know, uh, in Russian we say, visitная карточка, right? It's like... A, um, yeah yeah your, something like your, that um, so you know like your that's name card or the something. best thing but if you don't <laughs> then you uh, that feeling of performing in class it's I, I, I for me it's the most disgusting feeling ever like oh my god i gotta perform in class fine i'll do it once <laughs> i know i i did a correction a lot like in, in my company, when I moved to the state, I would always get a correction. Don't look down. Don't look down. Like, send your eyes out. Smile. And it's like, no, I don't mm. want to do that in class. I'm really thinking about my left side or I'm thinking about where my fifth metatarsal is. And I'm mm. thinking about I, how I, to set I, my body I'm, up. I'm not I'm here for you. Percent. But, you know, I, again, I will repeat that I've been truly blessed somehow throughout my career. I started at 18. And um, my first uh, coach, uh, Annika Lov in Sweden, she took me to her class privately, one-on-one. -on -one. And I started with her working one-on-one -on -one, and it was, uh, it, it was allowed yeah. to take class with her. And for some reason, not that many people have been doing her classes one-on-one. -on -one. People would go to general classes. And I was stuck with her. And, uh, but stuck in a way, like I would... I would wait for Annika's classes three times a week and I would go to company classes twice a week, right? To just like test myself what I need or, or what I'm missing. And after working like this, mm -hmm. well, three years with her and then two years with another teacher and then started guesting and I ended up doing, this is my 15th season finishing, it will be 16 years of doing my own classes almost. Almost, like almost three times a week all the time, right? Yeah. And... Uh, and I think when I yeah. come to company class, I, I carefully choose where I go because I want to know that a person knows what I'm working on. The person knows how I'm working. The person respects the way I work on, right? That's the most important, that respect, as you said, of private space. Oh, she's working on her placement today. Fine, you know, I will just ignore everything else because I can see as a coach 
that she's working on the placement today or or or, or if i work to the transitions like yeah. and uh, you know i i i love my amazing coach uh, loipa araujo for that i worked with um, in english national ballet right so sometimes she would come in at at, at a bar mm-hmm. and give me correction and said yes loipa i i know that I'm trying today really, really to work to ignore my left side uh, that has been, you know, uh, affected by um, a, a certain events. And uh, and she's like, oh, I see what you're doing. Okay, fine. So she would ignore that I'm falling, that I'm, you know, not able to turn maybe or, or something. But, you know, but they would have a respect and understanding and... I know what I'm doing yeah. and I'm just trying yeah. to uh, release a certain pattern, a, a wrong pattern that has come to my work to uh, acknowledge the left side too much, let's say, right? And she will ignore it. And she's like, okay, I see what you're doing. I just yeah. leave you today and would we'll come back to something tomorrow, right? And, and, and that's what I call, you know, the, the, the yeah. really true coach and a true again person i'll I'll repeat myself that cares about you as a dancer and not about themselves and their ego and their reputation yeah that is just such a good point because i think there's a lot of people who are giving corrections in class oh yeah it's not me saying like oh i don't like to get a correction i love corrections because it's a way to improve yourself but the people who give or have to say something to you because they need to be or take a credit for something something. also right it's yeah yeah it's it's a difference of working externally or internally like where where are you getting your like motivation from the way that someone says something to you or the feeling of accomplishment and the truth like ah that was a good period because i i felt the correct you know placement it was clean it felt yeah good. Or like I, oh did somebody I, see um, me land I, that's I'm that's what you. i mean really 100 percent and i think that's where we are you know very similar minded in in that way of working but again we do come from a school that encourages that do you think again to raise a question do you think that's yeah. from upbringing do you think that's a different in schooling because <laughs> we're always you know like i'm not gonna say beaten up <laughs> but uh let's say uh, uh we have a very harsh <laughs> way of working and that's just how the school functions and uh you know russian school mm-hmm. in particular like and yeah. we're you know, we're very harsh beating them to do things correctly. Don't fake it. And, and we were told it's better to fall. But, you know, but then I can correct you. And, and then you'll, you'll understand your mistake. Don't fake it. Don't adjust. Don't, like, you know, be like we had to face being ugly in yeah. class and face the mirror. And then through that work, you become better, you know, and cleaner. And uh... Yeah, I, I don't know if, if that's, the, you know... That way, oh, you look beautiful. Yes, um, it's not good enough, and it's not beautiful yet, but it will be. We just have to work on this, 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 and this, right? Again, the truth, or yeah. And to give you the yeah, the direct co- uh, corrections, because uh, I learned from being the West, they give like, oh, that was so nice, but <laughs> and it's don't tell me it's nice if it's not, and then give me. 
a nice like don't just say oh i didn't like the spirit that you did it with no what was wrong did i not stand on my leg did i not point my toes was my wrist broken yeah. like what is the what is the thing that's making the problem there isn't enough of like details and i think that's really difficult for a young dancer who comes to a company who didn't have the best school and all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. trying to improve that's you don't even know true. where to that's start very, because you didn't build true. your foundation and uh, but do you th- have you experienced uh, uh, a situation where the coach would come and honestly look and say look that didn't work but i'm not sure what happened did you feel have you gotten that a lot that question you did amazing so that's yeah. You know, some uh, dancers never get that. They, they're just waiting for people to tell them what was wrong, but they never get questioned. What do you think went wrong? Like, I, I yeah. saw that you didn't stay, you know, but what yeah. do you think? And then you start conversation from that. So, again, the conversation, the mutual understanding and conversation between, you know, the coach and the, and the, and the dancer. But, uh, but yes, I, as you say... I, especially when dancer did not have a great schooling or proper schooling with the good foundations built it's uh, it's a problem in the company it's a problem yeah yeah uh Jugira, i think that we we um, <laughs> should have a, a series because we have so much to talk about uh, <laughs> it's been such a pleasure to talk to you today and i can't wait to talk to you Absolutely. more but i think we can save some of the gold for the next time and i'm so happy to talk if to you we meet like one day in, for four in, hours in, like in real life you know <laughs> <laughs> and just sit down and chat that would take like the early morning probably but uh I would, I guess my dream is to work for you in a company. Well, that's it would so be amazing to, to be coached well, by you because you have so me, much and knowledge. I need my mentors too, to, you know, to still <laughs> teach me and learn. Uh, there is never end to yeah. no end. And, uh, and, and you learn with a, every teacher and every partner and every experience. But, uh, but it's great to meet uh, uh, minds, uh, minds, you know. And, mm-hmm. and and discuss things and feel understood and <laughs> and feel that we actually yeah. a- agree on so many topics and not afraid to and I think the most important is not afraid to talk because <laughs> you know what criticized or not yeah if you don't speak mm-hmm. up and you don't raise questions and you don't question things things will never will never change and uh, amen to that and <laughs> thanks for amen. having me <laughs> over thank you yeah <laughs> thank you so much i'll put all of the socials if you guys who are listening to the project prima podcast if you want to follow Jurgita, i'll put her social links in the link below and she's giving live classes and i'll send you all that information thank you, thank you so much Bye, and i can't wait Bye. to talk again have a great day